T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Wednesday edition. we got to get right to it here because we have a ton to cover. We're going to talk a little bit about crime in St. Louis. That's an unusual topic. I know we barely ever talk about that, but, you know, I figured why not toss it out there, especially the day after um, two people got into a little bit of a disagreement. I'm sure that's all they need is social workers down your Enterprise Center. One guy was shot in the head. I mean, it's not that big of a deal. In broad daylight. Who cares about that? But let me kind of outline the uh, the show before that. Mike Boss, Illinois congressman, he voted against the uh, continuing resolution, and he's going to weigh in on that at 325. We'll also talk about, boy, it was quite the day in Congress yesterday. <laughs> I think that, you know, who was it? I was watching Fox this morning. I think Fred pulled this for me. Um because, oh my God, this is where the brain, and I'm looking over here at all my audio here, and I can't remember who it was, but there was a great soundbite about all the things that happened there. Trey Gowdy. I think Trey Gowdy kind of nailed it here on uh, the guy in the Senate, the Oklahoma senator who was throwing down. Then you had McCarthy, you know, kidney punching the guy from Tennessee. I mean, Congress is like more dangerous than Chicago. Now, we, we got to do something about all this white-on-white Republican violence. <laughs> thought that was a good line. So boss is coming up. We have Mike Elam, our friend from the St. Charles County Council. They are uh, considering uh, a measure to oppose bringing migrants to the area. Th- this is an interesting topic, and Mike's going to explain it. Sue's out today, so we have Fred's news. There have been some charges finally issued in that brutal situation in Las Vegas where the kid died after he was surrounded by a bunch of African-American kids, and they kicked and beat him to death. Heidi Harris, who you hear here on 97. when she's in Las Vegas, she'll uh, fill us in. And then I was very excited. I heard from Josh Hammer yesterday. Josh, senior editor-at-large for Newsweek. He's been a guest extraordinaire for the last couple of years. He texted me and said, hey, I'm in town. I didn't even know he was coming in town. So he's going to come in in the studio in the five o'clock hour. He's over at SLU right now doing some stuff with students at the law school. And Josh is coming in. Then we're going out to dinner. We're going to go to Katie's Pizza down at Ballpark Village, which should be fun. But I get this message this morning from a liberal, a liberal friend. I'm not going to name this person. And this is what they sent. And they sent some audio from our sister station, KMOX. said, dude, you have to listen to this interview. It's the most insulting, gaslighting thing I've heard in quite some time. I said, what was it? With who? 
He said, crime is down. Downtown is buzzing. We have changed the perception of downtown. St. Louis political leadership is doing a great job. Insanity. You're going to have a field day. So let that field day begin. Kurt Weigel, who's the senior vice president and chief downtown officer of Greater St. Louis, Inc., goes on. Now, look. And I'll explain it after you hear the nonsense. It's it's just a bunch of nonsense, unfortunately. And I guess they're trying to put the proverbial lipstick on a, lipstick on a pig. I'll tell you, the, what I've seen since being here, I've been here about 14 months now, is a pretty extraordinary change just in that time. And, and we're not even close to where we need to be. But just the amount of foot traffic I see downtown, I'm, I'm hearing people speak differently about downtown. What? Um, a lot more positive language coming where? from just sort of the, the person on the street. All the way up to through big investors. Uh, uh, can you name one? I'm hearing a different tone about downtown. And then and you're seeing it on the streets, too. And, you know, just like I said, the activity levels, the amount of, of, uh, of events and other activations that are happening on the streets. And then the discussions we're having on bigger projects. I think it's all moving in the right direction. You know what I'm seeing on the streets? Homeless people who are shot in front of Enterprise Center. That's basically what I see on the streets. You know, we've got to respect Jefferson City, but we also have to respect, you know, our leadership and and the people of St. Louis and our desires and needs here. Why? And I think, I, I, like I said, I think the political leadership here in the city is doing a really good job right now of navigating that. <laughs> I'm so... <clears throat> I'm so glad I was not drinking a sip of Diet Coke. It would have come out of my nose at that point. First and foremost, you make sure that crime decreases, right? And, and I think it has. You know, our, our, the numbers that the SLMPD are showing are really impressive. Almost a 40% decrease in crime year over year mm-hmm. downtown. Yeah, okay. Okay, uh, Kurt. There are, like everything else in life, um, there will be early adopters and late adopters, right? So not everybody is going to come to the party at the same time. Yeah. Um, what I'm talking about when I say I'm starting to see a difference in how people talk about downtown is cr- clearly the early adopters, uh, the people who. Uh, and this is a. I think this is the most encouraging fact, is that the folks that I hear that most from are the ones who are closest to downtown. Uh, who the hell is he talking to? I mean, what what more evidence do you need outside of two shootings in ten days, right about two blocks from where I sit? Cars broken into constantly. You got a college team in town last Friday. Stops at the Arch. Everything is ripped off. Webster University has to give them jerseys so they can play. The guy that was assassinated downtown last year, multiple shootings nonstop, right? You have daytime shootings. You have, um, well, I was spat upon right in front of City Hall a few months ago. Burnouts in every intersection. People don't stop at red lights. There's no 911 response. There's no, he, he tried to make a case for police presence. Now, I'm not going to blame the cops. There's no police presence. I work downtown. I'm down. To, I walk to Bush Stadium. I walk to Enterprise Center. There's no, let me promise you something. There's no police presence. There's a bullet hole through a room and a window across from the soccer stadium. He's insane. Now, I guess that's his job. Jane Duker's here, who I know wants to tee off on this. I suppose that's Mr. Weigel's job to uh, lie to the people of St. Louis about how good it is. But I was rather stunned by that, Jane. How are you this yeah. afternoon? I'm fine. I mean, you know, the early adopters slash delusionals. <laughs> yes, exactly. You I know, mean, here's what you, somebody I said. Mean, that, somebody said this to me today. We got, let's keep in mind, Jane, we've talked about this. We've got people on the board of Alderman, Megan Green and Rasheen Aldridge. They want a homeless Bill of Rights. How about the Bill of Rights for the rest of us who are just trying to work and live, right. raise our the families, normal, come downtown, right? right? Where's That's our Bill of Rights thing. when bullets right. are flying? 
absolutely. I mean, to say that crime is down downtown 40 percent, the only way that's possible, first of all, they never release the data. I mean, that should tell you something. Every other normal municipality actually releases the data that they rely on for their crime stats, but they don't do that in the city. If, if crime is down 40 percent, it's because there are no cops, which we've seen like, you know, two or three cops in a district for an entire eight hour shift at right. night. I mean, that that happens all the time. I mean, that is the rule rather than the exception. So if crime is down, it's because, one, there are no police officers to enforce any of it and they're not reporting any of it. So if you have 20 cars that are broken into at the same time, that's considered one incident. Not 20 incidences. One. Right. Yeah. Well, so, we've seen we've exposed some of the stuff, some of the flaws in the reporting yeah. and the way that yeah. this stuff gets yeah. translated. Now, you know, Jane, that I came on here in a roundtable about four weeks ago and I talked about this. You know, I, I had concerns because I was walking to Enterprise Center for a concert. There was no police presence. There were homeless people. It didn't feel safe. It did not feel safe. My warning was mm-hmm. something bad's going to happen. A week after that, mm-hmm. a guy gets shot right there in the intersection of 14th and Market. Then a week later, yesterday, someone gets shot in the head down by, I think it was more like the bus station, but it was right across from Enterprise Center. Yeah, my point has been, and it's valid, and I hope that the Blues Brass are putting some pressure on the city because something bad is going to happen to someone who's not a homeless person. Someone's going to get caught in the crossfire. In fact, there's an amazing picture that is so symbolic that Robert Cohn at the Post-Dispatch took with police tape and an officer and people just standing in front of the Blues statue you know, taking pictures. And, and if that doesn't sum up what our city is all about right now, I don't know what does. I just, what it amazes me is, you know, everyone, you know, you talk to anyone who has an alcohol problem, a drug problem. The first thing you have to admit is that you have a problem. And that is not happening here. They are peddling that everything is fine. I worked downtown for 20 years. And it, you, could, you could shoot a cannon down Washington Avenue. That's supposed to be like, you know, the, the, the district. Yeah. And you could shoot a cannon down there because there's nobody there. Nobody's walking around going to lunch. There's no more restaurants. I mean, they, he talked about, like, the, the, all these restaurants opening downtown. And well, he like, talk, you know what he mentioned? He make, I'm going to go to Katie's Pizza and Pasta tonight. It's right. a great restaurant. But you know That's what? They don't, they don't have the crowds down there at Ballpark Village. That, you know, I, my understanding right. is they're suffering. So I'm going to report back tomorrow. We'll see how hopping Please. the restaurants are tonight on a night where there's nothing going on, right? I thought a business group was supposed to actually help businesses. And, you know, and denying crime is not helping St. Louis's businesses. It's not helping the business community. It's not helping the hotels. It's not help, helping the, you know, the hospitality industry. It is not helping. I mean, and he even said that, oh, people are basically lying when they say they don't feel safe in going downtown and they don't go. And the rationalization of that was, oh, well, you know, People go to, you know, soccer games and blues games and baseball games. So that really isn't true that people are afraid to go downtown. I just I can't even fathom how that could be the analysis. I mean, people used to like go to games and then stay downtown. Yeah, right, right. No way. I mean, so I just I'm concerned that if the business community is going to cover up the crime problem, it's going to be a problem. I mean, I, this guy's not from here. Maybe he has no idea what St. Louis used to be. But for those of us who've lived here our entire lives, to say that downtown is thriving and there's a buzz, there's a buzz all right, but it's not a good one. No, there's, there's no good buzz. I don't know no who he's buzz. talking to. There's no good who, buzz. Right. And maybe these insiders 
who sit in a room and tell themselves that their plan is awesome? Um, I don't know. Well, by the I, way, the, he defended foot traffic. Foot traffic. There's a study that has ranked our city as the least recovered downtown in America based on foot traffic. So, yes. there, and I mean, who? I, I don't see anybody downtown. When you go down at lunchtime, there's nobody walking around. No, no. People used to walk to Gito's. They used to go shopping. We used to have malls. We used to have, you know, famous. We used to have all kinds of things, but not anymore. You know, I, I remember a few, this is a few years ago, even before COVID, Bill Burr, I saw a comedian Bill Burr at the Fox, and he was staying downtown. He's like, St. Louis, downtown was there. He goes, it's like the walking dead. <laughs> yeah. no, no, and people know that who are coming in from out of town. Look, it's it, it's just really unbelievable when, when and I'm so glad, uh, you know this person who sent this to me, I'll explain later, Jane, but. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad that they did. And and by the way, I think you and this other person in the same camp, and, and this is encouraging for those people listening who are not liberals this afternoon, that there are, you know, pr- not progressive Democrats, middle of the road Democrats like you and the person who sent this to me that are probably arguably more pissed off about this than some of us. Absolutely, yeah. because, I mean, we realize and we're just perpetuating. You can't fix things if you ignore them. And, I mean, it sounds like you know, a, a committee meeting at the Board of Aldermen where they spend most of their time just patting each other on the back on how great they're doing. It's nonsense. And it's it, Yeah. I mean, I just I don't I don't know what, what you say anymore. Well, stay fired up. We're going to talk about it more on the roundtable on Friday afternoon, and I'll see you in about 48 hours. You got it. All right. That's Jane Duker. She will be with me on Friday. I think we got Steve Butts lined up, state representative. He was ill last week, even though he was on the schedule. And State Senator Nick Shore also here. On Friday afternoon, we'll talk about all of these issues and, of course, a whole lot more. All right. Well, we're going to get going here with Congressman Boss. We'll talk about the continuing resolution. The government will not shut down. They had to do that with the help of Democrats. Uh, Fred is in one more day for Sue's News. Sue will be back tomorrow. I'm very jealous. She sent me a picture yesterday. She was uh, seeing Nick Lowe at Del Mar Hall, and I love Nick Lowe, and I've never seen Nick Lowe. Mike Elam's coming by a little bit later also this hour from the St. Charles County Council. We'll get an update on that terrible situation in Las Vegas. Dave Strom from HotAir.com and Josh Hammer, senior editor-at-large for Newsweek. Josh has been awesome on the show for several years. He's in St. Louis. I told him, wear your Kevlar, but he's coming in studio on the 5 o'clock hour, plus an audio cut of the day. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Congressman Mike Bost is with us this afternoon. He represents much of southern Illinois. We're going to talk about the CR and some other things this afternoon. Mike, how are you? Great, Mark. So Great. You, you voted against this CR. I Explain did. that vote. I did. Look, I understand the situation they're in. It's the same situation that Kevin was in uh, when Kevin McCarthy was in. Um, it, it, they're pressed for time, uh, but, you know, American families are fine, trying to find, make ends meet. Uh, and it's just that simple, and, and, and so I can't justify voting for the status quo when we need to bring the dollar amount down. Now, I understand they're going to have to fight for the votes and everything like that, but I've got to represent the hundred or represent the 12th district of Illinois, and I have to believe the majority of the people. Uh, now, did, did government shut down? No, it didn't. But but because the CR did pass, and it also had the the, uh, the extension of the farm bill in it. But uh, the concerns that I have is the wasteful spending. Uh, you know, I mean, we've got to finally start taking the line on that. Uh, and if it doesn't, you know, if 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 it doesn't happen. Before long, you know, it's the biggest threat to us, um, and I know we have China, and I know we have other threats out there. Uh, we've got to do the wall. We've got to do all those things, but our our debt is, is, is spinning out of control. Yeah, it's unsustainable. By the way, uh, Congressman, come on. You miss climate change. Isn't that the biggest threat to all of us <laughs> at, at this point? Look, I get I think what— there's a few of uh, the people that I know on the other side of the aisle believe that. <laughs> oh, they that, think but, that, um, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I understand your principle. Look, I, I hear you're talking to someone here who has been, you know, kind of yapping on the radio about fiscal sanity for, for literally decades now. But right. the part about this that's confusing, I would say this, you can agree or disagree. One thing I would say is this one of those situations, I'll pose this as a question, Congressman, where uh, Mike Johnson, the new speaker, says, look, we got to get to the votes. The Democrats are coming over. Mike Boss, you got a district that's a little tough. You can vote against this. Not that you're not going to vote against it anyway, but is there a little bit of leeway there because the votes are coming and government is going to knock to shut down. Does that make sense, well, that question? That, that would be a fair assumption because they also were in a situation where with writing the bill the way they wrote it, uh, it's going to get through the Senate because if right. they wrote it the way we wanted, they didn't believe it would get through the Senate and a shutdown would occur. And I, for some reason, and I don't know how that is, regardless of which way it turned out and the shutdown did occur, the the American people have been known to blame the Republicans oh, yeah. every time. Oh no, there's and, no and, doubt. Yeah, and 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 I it, it may be because of the amount of actually network TVs that automatically say it's the Republicans' fault. But um, but but in answer to your question, yeah, I think I think that would be because I because I voted for CRs before. I right. have right, and and uh, quite often if if depends on what the numbers are. It also depends on your district, because remember, you're the representative of the district, and uh, and, and you're going to vote the way the district is. Are you saying, Congressman, that your district is a little different than the northern districts in Illinois? I can't even imagine how that's kind possible. Of, yeah. Kind yeah. of, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and, I get and, it. and even, it's even more, but see, 
it, this is a different district than the district I had when I first came into Congress. I know. I know it is. Yeah. Well, and, look, um, so then the so, question then becomes, because I, I understand in, in fighting on principle and I want fiscal sanity, too. But then what's the path between now and whether it's January, February, March for actually getting some something accomplished when, when you don't really have the numbers and you certainly don't have the Senate? So is there a way to realistically get some sanity here in the next few months in, in pose this or I guess point this in a different direction. What's that path? I hope so. I hope so. And let me tell you how that is. Okay, we have a we have a lower number that we are doing as far as the twelve budget bills. Mm -hmm. This gives us time because by by the motion and and I'm going to say it this way, you had eight Republicans joining with Democrats to throw a speaker out. Eight Republicans joining with Democrats to throw a speaker out. Now the question is, did the speaker – did the, they want to throw the speaker out because he had done this. He would passed a CR to give him landing room because he couldn't get those same members and others to come on board on all and moving as quick as they need to move on the appropriation bills. Now we've got a brand-new speaker, and guess what he discovered? He discovered the exact same thing. <laughs> Lo and behold, right? Yeah. Lo and behold, right. <laughs> so, so that's water under the bridge. We let that go. We've got to start working together. If we would all vote together and not hold out for our own little pet peeves, okay, then we can do it. What we can't do, and unfortunately we have workhorses and we have show horses here. Sometimes our show horses get disappointed when they aren't on some uh, of the 24-hour news network and are getting likes on their phone. And they will cause a ruckus that will allow them to be the center of attention again. I haven't that noticed that at all. Cause, that that causes a lot yeah. of problems. So a lot of problems. So then, you know, when it comes to achieving something in the next couple of months, let, let's go to the first of the year. You guys got six weeks left. We'll see what happens. But when you get into the next part of the year, and I don't know, we haven't talked about your feelings about Mike Johnson because this kind of happened quickly, and I don't think I've had you on. But he's a great guy. Yeah, is he able to? To manage this successfully, because as well, you get into next year, you know that it's election year and that that blame game. Look, Democrats are going to want to play that blame game for sure. Sure. And and let me tell you that Mike is a he, he's a constitutional scholar. Right. I want That's you to know right. that. And he is a true man of faith and he never makes a mo move without doing doing it in prayer. And. He is also, though, you can't question whether he's conservative, but you've put him now in a position of leadership. And now you're in a position of leadership in for the nation. And when we are representatives, we're representing the nation as a whole, but we're also representing individual districts. Mike's shifted from a very, very, very conservative district to a point where he has to make sure that he gets wins for all spectrums of his party. And yeah. those spectrums, some of those, some of those Republicans that are voting here – that keep us in the majority come from districts that were strong Biden districts. Yeah, I made that point, too. And, you, and this is good to emphasize, Congressman, because you got New York, New York in particular. There's California districts. These, these are areas where traditionally Republicans have not won. Right. So they're not right. Southern Illinois Republicans or mid-Missouri Republicans. There are differences. And I think, to your point, I think some people sometimes forget about that broader landscape. They do. Yeah. They do. I, people in my district are saying, why don't you do this? And which is an idea that I would believe in. And you can give, give, give me a list and, and I'll say yes, because I'm a conservative Republican. That being said, in their district, they're going to vote their district, and in their district, they also have to be given an opportunity to 
show that that's the way they govern because that's the way the people want them to govern. I have one – I've seen some, some of our members, uh, conservative members, try to tell them, oh, no, you can just sell your message, and, and if you, if you t- talk the right way, your district will come around to that. Uh, not usually. They'll, 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 they will, but they'll come around with somebody else. And, and it, it, it's a very frustrating process, but so many of our, my own colleagues here that is – I, I just need to say this because remember they were in the minority, and they really had never been in the majority. Remember, 60 percent of our Republicans had never been in the minority before. Or majority before, mm-hmm. and and so now they're in the majority. Well, when they were in the minority, you scream and yell because you can scream and yell and say you're going to do something, but you still have to have 216 votes or 218 votes to get it done. Yeah, no, I know. And 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 you got to find that, and and that doesn't mean you compromise on your morals. It means you find common ground and move forward, and turn the ship. Three degrees, six degrees, ten degrees, because the Democrats didn't turn the ship overnight. They've turned it over time, and if we can gain a, get a gain a win where we turn that ship a little bit, but so many of our guys are, are so busy playing to the media sources I was talking about a while ago that they want to say, "Oh no, no, I want to show people that I want to pick the ship up and turn it 180 degrees." It's not realistic. Well, that'd be great. No, I if know. You were, if you were the if you were emperor. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a realist, and I, I absolutely understand everything you're saying, and I, I completely appreciate it. Now, there is one other path, and I just have to ask you this. Can't you just go in uh, body check and kidney punch people in Congress and, and see what you can accomplish that way, Mike? Well, you know, you can, I guess. Uh, you know, Boehner, when he was Speaker, always said, never keep them in for more than three weeks in a row because they start oh, turning on each other. Yes. Well, look, that he, he was absolutely right about that because you guys have been there. You know, a break is needed here for Thanksgiving, right? The break is needed. There's no doubt. Ten, ten, ten weeks is what we've been. Uh, and those three weeks were really, really ugly when we didn't have a Speaker. Yes. Yeah. And um, but sometimes I think it's, uh, I, as I said, sometimes. People do certain moves because if they claim that something happened, then they can get on those yeah. social media or the media blitzes they want. Congressman, so. <laughs> yeah, Congressman Mike Boss, listen, you you uh, get home, enjoy Thanksgiving, have a great time Thank with you. the family. We'll talk after that. Thank you, Mike. Sounds great, Mark. All right, thank you. Let me let me explain a little bit about what I was referring to. People might not be caught up on all the um, you know fisticuffs yesterday on Capitol Hill. A little montage of the events. So this included this guy, and who knew, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, that we had a United States senator. I'm just telling you, I follow this stuff. I did not know we had a Mark Wayne Mullen from Oklahoma, but yes, we have a United States senator, Mark Wayne Mullen, who challenged the leader of the Teamsters to a fight during a committee hearing yesterday. And then you had the guy from Tennessee, Burchett, who was doing an interview with someone from NPR and says that former Speaker Kevin McCarthy elbowed him. You're a liar, Mr. Moskowitz. It's proven me a liar. You? You want to do it now? I'd love to do it right now. Well, stand your butt up then. You stand your butt up. Oh, hold on. Oh, oh, stop it. <laughs> Is that your solution? Every problem. He was in pain that you hit him oh, so hard. come on now. Is he 12? Come on. I'm, I'm just not going to get in. I'm not going to swing at the low pitches. He knows what he did. By the way, one of the best parts of that, if you heard it correctly here, wait, let's see. we got to tee this up again. Just listen. Who, listen who breaks up the fight here in the Senate hearing. You want to do it now? I'd love to do it right Wait now. for it. Stand your butt up then. Wait for you it. You stand your butt up. Oh, hold on. Oh, oh, stop it. Oh, so that's Bernie. Bernie with his mittens. He was going to try to get involved. Uh, here's Mullen on Fox explaining what happened. He's a thug, and he's been coming after me ever since him and I had an exchange back in uh, back in the summer, and keep in mind, uh, this guy was expe- was expelled 
from his own union for harassing his own members. Um, he has uh, been multiple run-ins with the, with the police. In 2017, President uh, Hoffa of the uh, Teamsters at that point had to remove him from negotiations for his behavior. So they don't like each other very much. Trey Gowdy weighing in on all of this. I mean, Congress is like more dangerous than Chicago. Now, we, we got to do something about all this white-on-white -white Republican <laughs> violence. Uh, here's what I would say. Mark Wayne Mullen never claimed to be Cicero. If you know the way he grew up, uh, he grew up using his hands, not words, not a debating society. So if you're going to attack someone on Twitter, if you're going to go after someone, you got to know a little something about them. You know, James Langford, the other senator from Oklahoma, he's going to pray you to death. Great guy. He's going to pray for you. Mark Wayne is going to beat your behind. So you need to know that before you start attacking him. Now, I thought Gowdy weighed in pretty good here on the situation with McCarthy as well. I want to put a little context on this. I mean, first of all, Sean Duffy walked by me one time when I was doing a live interview and hit me so hard. I, I, I mean, I, I almost like had a punctured lung. I didn't turn him into ethics. I went to dinner with him that night. He's a friend. What's happening now is the, the, the residue, if you will, of what's been going on for 12 months. This congressman from Tennessee yep. said that Kevin attacked his religion, if you'll recall. He voted against him for speaker because he said Kevin attacked his religion. Others have accused Kevin of, quote, being bought and paid for, which I'm pretty sure is a crime. So if you're going to make personal attacks against your fellow members, don't be shocked when they respond in a personal way. Ordinarily, I would say, you know what, members of Congress grow up, act your age, but it provides me with so much damn material, I just kind of want them to keep going. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Sue Thomas is out today, and I point that out because Fred will have Fred's news in for Sue after the top of the hour. There was a let me bring Mike Elam into the fray here because I'll ask him about this just a little bit. St. Charles County Councilman, he was on the roundtable on Friday. You hear him filling in for either Annie or Mark or I on a regular basis. He's all dolled up today, though. You got a nice suit and tie on. Thank you. You looked at you were I here tried to for, dress up for the Reardon show. You were here for the East West Gateway luncheon, right? Yes. So did you see the story? I've highlighted this probably not even enough, but the situation in Vegas where the high school kid was pummeled to death by a group of uh, black kids. No. Yeah, a lot of people haven't seen it. It was horrible. It actually happened, I think, a week ago. They finally have arrested eight kids because they have this on video. What happened is there were somebody bullied one of his friends, put him in a trash can. Oh, and I the, did hear yeah, about so this. So the kid tried to you know, stand up for his friend, and then they just beat the snot out of him, and he died. Right. So they have made some arrests in that. But let's 
let's face it, we, we know that in a situation that would have the races reversed, that thing would be on television nonstop and we'd be. hear about hate crimes and stuff like that. So we're going to get into that. Heidi Harris, who also fills in here, yeah. she's in Vegas, so she's going to fill us in with some of the details a little bit later. All right, so um, you had a situation on the St. Charles County Council, and I can't remember, Mike, I don't think we talked about this on the Roundtable Friday, but you and I and, and Jane, we were talking about it a little bit in the studio. There is a proposal that would oppose an effort, the way the Post-Dispatch worded it, to get Latino migrants now living in Chicago to move to the St. Louis area. So maybe just start with what happened the other night, what the proposal was, and your perspective on that. So the easiest way to say this is this resolution that got proposed by four of my fellow council members um, is kind of beauty in the eye of the beholder. Uh, depending on what stake you have in this argument and where you kind of sit, you see this resolution completely different. The resolution starts and ends with the premise that says uh, St. Charles County is against illegal immigration into St. Louis region. Right. That's the overall premise. And that's the end of it. It's a page and a half resolution. It's not long. Right. The problem is, after you do that headline, the very first whereas talks about the fact that the International Institute of St. Louis, which, by the way, has been around since 1919. This is the group that brought the Bosnians in. uh, They brought the uh, Afghan refugees. They're bringing Ukrainian refugees in. Um, They are It says in the resolution that they are partnering with unions and philanthropic members to bring migrants into the St. Louis region. Okay. Now, when your first sentence says we're against illegals and then you have that, whereas your your implementation of that or your your implication of that is all of those people that I just mentioned are trying to bring illegals into St. Louis. Now, do you know of any union that hires illegals? Well, I don't. Yeah, no, because they don't. Right. So plumbers, pipe fitters, carpenters, painters. No, they're not going to hire illegals. They're probably one of the loudest voices against illegals. So when I read that resolution and I saw it when it showed up on the agenda Friday morning, I didn't know anything about it It was coming till then. No one asked Mike Elam's opinion, but it just showed up. Right. I'm reading that and I'm like, uh, no union I know would have illegals as members. So that's wrong. Well, if that's wrong, what else is wrong in this? So there is a program that the Biden administration has uh, approved. And what it is, is a way to allow uh, immigrants from three Latin American countries to make their way to the United States. The difference is they come in on a two year program with legal status to work in America. Right. That is the program that the International Institute of St. Louis is working on bringing people in. So they, they have do with, documentation. They have and documentation this, the, the, from the federal government. Right. This says Venezuela, Cuba, Nicaragua, and Haiti. So Correct. These are not the migrants that are coming from Mexico that are flooding over the border. No. So the, it, here's the other point about this. Every one of those people who come in on this program have to have a sponsor in the United States. Right. So they got to know somebody here. And you have to fly in. You have to be vetted from wherever you are. So you have to know something about you. I, I don't know the process on the vetting. I'm going to learn more about that. Um, But you have to be vetted. And then you have to fly into the United States to an international airport. If you cross the border in Mexico, you do not qualify. Does St. Louis qualify as an international airport? Barely. Barely. international airport, it doesn't necessarily have to be St. Louis, right? They can fly (laughs) into O'Hare. That would would qualify. Well, by the way, they can fly into O'Hare where, unfortunately, the migrants are overflowing and they're like, 
putting them in the, in they the are. hallways up there, but those are a lot of the folks that are coming up from Mexico. So your issue here is, though, you, you think you thought it was poorly worded that maybe, to me, it seems unnecessary overall, but what happened? It did not pass. It got tabled. You're going to take it up here in a couple of weeks. So, so I brought up the fact of, look, this is just poorly written and poorly researched. Everything that this says in between the open and the close is questionable at best. And uh, the reporting that's been done on this is is wrong for the most part as well. So I have put forth, can we go get a substitute bill that cleans this up? At the end of the day, what this resolution really says is we don't want illegal immigrants in the St. Louis region, period. I don't want them in St. Charles, St. Louis region, Missouri, or America. I want, if you're in this country, you're in this country legally. Yeah, you're but not wait, legal. but here's the nuance on that, though, and I, I, don't, know, I don't know the answer here, but what, what some of the activists are going to say is that even the people that are coming over from Mexico, if they're being shipped to D.C. or New York, well, now they're legal because they have some temporary documentation. So that means they have paperwork. That, so does that qualify or but not? But that's not what this program is well, about. Well, I know that. I, right. I know that. So, so the problem is because you've only got three minutes, and that's going to conflate the issue. Right. I don't usually have guests that pay attention to the clock. Sorry, and I appreciate my, that, Michael. Uh, that's good. I, I like that. I'm always looking at, okay, what's our <laughs> out time here? Because I'm used to Abby telling me, you okay, know, you got to be you out know. at 5650. Let's go. So uh, the problem is no one asked us to weigh in on this issue. Right. That That's kind of the biggest thing about this. So this shows up and it's like St. Charles County Council says that we don't think there should be illegal immigrants in St. Louis. Okay. Who asked? No one. No one said, hey, what do you guys think, right? M- my wife doesn't care what I think about that issue, much less the voters, right? But I think it's pretty easy to say that 95% of the people who live in the St. Louis metropolitan area don't want illegal immigrants in our area. There's a pocket of people who do, but 95% do not, right? So this is an issue that I think we can all agree on. It didn't need to get conflated by bringing unions into it, by bringing the International Institute of St. Louis into into this. None of that needed to be a part of it. No one is trying to go grab migrants in O'Hare shutting down the place or Venezuelans who are in such bad conditions in Chicago. They're now asking to go back to Venezuela. No one's trying to go grab them and bring them to St. Louis as part of this program. Right. I didn't know anything about this program. I didn't know this program existed. But there are 20 attorneys general, including Andrew Bailey, who have filed suit against the Biden administration that says this program in itself is not necessarily bad. But the way you went about putting the program together skirts the immigration laws as they currently sit. So this is sitting before a Texas district judge right now, and he is getting ready to render his ruling on whether he agrees with the federal government or whether he agrees with the attorneys general. As soon as that's done... Whoever loses is going to appeal it. But at the end of the day, it is all about the fact of this is a program the Biden administration is trying to put together. They pick these four countries because these are the four main Latin American countries that had the most um, migration coming into the United States. So what they're trying to do is trying to uh, vet people. A little bit more if they're going to come to this country they're trying to vet them more and making sure if they do come here they have to have a sponsor the sponsor's responsible for them for two years so the, in what way so they have to make sure that they have a place to stay they have to help them find employment they have to basically okay. take care of them right and that would be a local sponsor that though. would be a local All sponsor right. so a lady that i just met after this happened on monday i met a lady who lives in st charles 
who is very well-to-do family. She and her husband are sponsoring two men and two women who are, are, are two, two adults and two kids to come in. And they're going to help them find employment and all that. But these people are fairly educated in their home country of Cuba, right? But they want to get out of Cuba. So they have a connection, so they're trying to help them get here. Um, at, so that's one example, yeah. Right. Um, and I so get we, need to, we need to figure out a way to make this wording more clear and stick to the fact of, we agree, no illegal immigrants in the you St. Louis region. You think that'll happen? You think there's room for a compromise here? I, I right. definitely think we're going to have a compromise bill, and it'll be the Monday after Thanksgiving. And we can all agree on that point, and we don't need to get into all the other issues that really shouldn't have been a part of this resolution. Look at the clock. Am I okay? You, I think you are. You actually have 50 seconds. All right. Thank you, Mike. Appreciate I appreciate it. the opportunity for coming to in. express this. Yeah, we have a, a bunch more here to come this afternoon. Sue's News by Fred in the next hour. Also, our friend Alex Rich from Wine on Air. got a bunch of topics to talk out to him. It's all coming up. Get more at 971talk.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 